Welcome back to Locked on Blues. I am your host, Haley Simon. Today, we're going to be talking about the St. Louis Blues making it official of signing Dvorsky. July has me thinking of only one thing, and are we feeling blue? This is all coming up here in Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Blues your first listen every day. My name is Haley Simon, as I said, and I am your host here on Locked On Blues. I want to let you guys know one thing. It is a Friday. That means that we're almost one week closer to the NHL season. So for me, that is a plus. But we're going to be talking about how the Blues finally signed Dvorsky. And what does July actually have me thinking about? And of course, the Friday segment here in Locked On Blues, are we feeling blue? But I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Alrighty. So, yes, it is right now July 14th. It is the middle of July. Time is going by like crazy here. Um, but I'm not upset about it because again, closer to hockey season. So, you know, we have our pluses and we have our minuses. I love the summer. I love the warm weather, but I also, I'm a hockey girl. And anytime we can get one step closer to the hockey season, I'm all about it, but I'm not wishing away summer. It's kind of like a really weird situation, but we're going to talk about that in the July has me thinking segment. But right now, I want to talk about Dvorsky. So Doug Armstrong announced today that the team signed Dvorsky to a three-year, two-way entry-level contract. A little recap, Dvorsky was selected 10th overall in this draft that just took place not too long ago. If you don't remember, then there's an issue. Um, He's 18, and he spent the last season playing professionally for the A- A-I-K of hockey. Oh, man. See, this is what happens with all these, like, hard Russian words. Alvzik in Sweden. Well, Sweden and Russian, it's all the same. Posting 14 points, 6 goals, 8 assists, and 38 regular season games. The Zavolian Slovakia native also appeared for Team Slovakia, the 18U and U20 World Junior Championships. At the U18 tournament, he recorded 13 points, including eight goals in just seven games, and he was an all-star. In 21-2022, Dvorsky collected three points, two goals, one assist in 17 games, and 40 points, 20 goals, 20 assists in 33 games with the J20. Um, So this is huge. Huge, huge, huge. I like him. I think that a three-year entry level is actually quite solid considering the facts. Um, It's a little concerning, though, because here's the thing. While he has played really well um, in Sweden, it it, it does make you a little bit nervous of, um, you know, 
how is he going to do? But I'm I'm good about this. The Blues are going to develop him beautifully. He's going to be fine. I don't understand sometimes some of the negativity people have. And it's one of those things where, yeah, three years might seem like a lot, but the kid's 18 now. He's going to be 21 by the time that this is over. And I think an entry-level contract isn't the same as um, – I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's not bad. It's not bad. You know, he's going to develop. He's going to be fine. But at least it's a guarantee that the St. Louis Blues have him. And I think at the end of the day, that's the most important part is that security and having him. While, yes, they drafted him, the Blues were able to get that contract signed. I know there's been a lot of problems with some of the Russian players. And luckily, Dvorsky is Sweden. So there's not been any problems with that. But... You know, it's a really weird situation with some of these players not being able to play. And at least with Dvorsky, there's that security. And I really genuinely believe that having a security in that sense does ensure the St. Louis Blues, hey, this huge talent is a part officially of your organization. And I think that is a positive. I think he was still the steal of the draft. And I will continue to say that because there was no way that I thought he was going to drop all the way to 10. And while you might say, hey, 10 isn't that bad, in a draft like that, 10 is kind of deep down. Um, I'm not saying that it's like the, it's not like it's bad. But at the end of the day, obviously, he is such a talented player that I didn't even talk about him on my prospects um, talk that we had before the draft because I did not think the Blues were going to be able to get him. And this is a player that I could see going in the top six. I was quite surprised. And I'm still surprised. Why are people shooting fireworks off now? Come on now. But it's July 14th. You missed the memo 10 days ago. But I apologize about that noise. But the point that I'm trying to make to y'all is this. He was a steal, three-year entry-level contract. Not bad at all. Yet, is there a lot of pressure on him? Absolutely. You expect him to play a certain way considering, you know, all the talk about him and what, you know, the hype has been about him, but there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to live up to it. I mean, he is one of the best of this draft. And again, it does make me kind of question a little bit like one, why did he fall? Why did teams pass up on him? Maybe those are answers that I can get throughout the season. It's going to be difficult, but I also at the same time don't want to know why teams passed up on him because I'm so happy that he ended up here in St. Louis. But it does make me question sometimes, how did Dvorsky fall to 10? Does it make sense to me? No. Am I going to accept it? Yes. And, you know, Armstrong, you know, we've had our battles with him. I've had my battles with him. I'm sure you have as well. You know, sometimes you're, you know, all Dougie A, and then other times you're like, what is he doing? And there's no denying that I think that this is a big year for him to prove why he is our general manager. But then at the same time, it's also a big year for Baruby too. But besides Baruby, you know, we have, you know, the new defensive coach. Like there's so many factors that go into this. And I'm really curious to see how they develop prospects like Dvorsky and what their approach is. Is this a guy that you're trying to have play in a couple of seasons from now? Is this a guy that you're, oh, look at my cat, she's peeing, <laughs> if you can see on YouTube. Is this a player that you could see playing in three seasons? Like, what is their goal with him? What are they going to do? And are they going to be able to truly um, 
develop him properly. I'm not saying that I think they're incapable. I know that they're capable of doing so. But I wanted to ask you, when do you think he's going to come up and play on the Blues? When do you think he's going to get that opportunity? Do you see him playing in the AHL a little bit this season? I mean, definitely at the end of the season, this is a kid that I would like to see play in the AHL for a couple games. But it's all about how you develop players. And I think player development is something that's not talked about enough because the longevity of a player in the National Hockey League has a lot to do with how they were developed and the skills that they have, the skills that they're going to improve on, their weaknesses, and how you can correct that into strengths or at least just not problematic. When it comes to all of these factors, folks, at the end of the day, besides the player themselves, it's also the coaching staff. And there's a lot of pressure on this Blues coaching staff this season. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's going to be an ultimate test of do more changes need to be made off the ice. And this is something, Stella, co-host, <laughs> this is something that obviously I don't want to happen. I do enjoy the coaches here on the Blues but at the same time, if nothing's changing and it's just becoming the same old, then it's going to have to change. So that is my thoughts on that one. But I also want to let you guys know, dramatic pause, bird dogs. Bird dogs are a stretch khaki short. They are comfortable and they look nice and they're a great gift to get for somebody. So make sure that you guys check out bird dogs on their website at birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And they will even give you a free Yeti-style tumbler. So that is birddogs.com slash LockedOn to LockedOnNHL um, to get your free Yeti-style tumbler. So bird dogs. All right. July has me thinking. July has me thinking about one thing. About... The boredom it comes down to when there's no hockey. July has me thinking that, you know, the season's getting closer. It, it has me thinking a lot of things. But July has me thinking, why hasn't there been any rumors or speculation about a potential captain for the St. Louis Blues? July has me thinking of all of these things. And let's go break it down. First off, the boredom. Okay, no hockey. You know, prospect development camp is over. Okay, I'm bored. I need something. July has me thinking we're getting closer to the hockey season. All right, give me August. You know, we have training camp in August, and then September's preseason, regular season. Boom, I'm set. And why hasn't there been any rumors or speculation about naming a captain for this upcoming season? And this is what gets me. On yesterday's episode of Locked on Blues, I talked about why I think Braden Shen should be the captain of the St. Louis Blues, and a bunch of you agreed. Here's the thing. Why am I not hearing anything? Why is it so hush-hush? Is this going to be an announcement made closer to the season? I really would like, if, um, if, if it is Shen, for it to be announced before training camp. I just want something to give these guys a spark. I don't want a test for Shen. I really just genuinely believe that he deserves it. And this is something I talked about on yesterday's episode is when a guy deserves it, you shouldn't have to test him to get it. 
And Shen has worked his butt off to get to where he is today. It has me thinking. It's silent. It is so silent right now. I hate that there's silence. The only thing that's keeping me going is the puckadoo or padoku or puckaroo, puckaduku, padoku, whatever it's called. And I put on Twitter at Lockdown Blues because today, again, the St. Louis Blues were in it. So if you're my friends on YouTube, you can see the grid. And for the Blues, a player that played on the Devils and the Blues, I had Danton. Now, this was a random one. I just, for some reason, it was only one percent of people that got that. I'm a weirdo. When it comes to hockey, I feel like I just know the most random things. So I don't know why that came to my head. I don't really know many Devils players like that. So, And then the Blues and the Capitals, obviously, there was only one guy that I was going to choose, and that's going to be TJ Oshie. And then a Norris Trophy winner, obviously, that's going to go to Pronger. So that wasn't difficult at all. I love when the Blues are in this. And they've been in this board quite a bit. And this is the only thing that's keeping me going every single day. I wake up, I play my puckaduku or padoku or whatever you want to call it. And I get to test my hockey knowledge. And then I'm like, like for instance with Pronger, today I was literally watching old videos of him because it got me excited. And I think that that is important to find that balance of how to entertain yourself without any live hockey action. But I wanted to ask, do you think it's like a little bit funny that the Blues have been so dominant in this game where I feel like every week the Blues have had maybe about two or three appearances, which, I mean, obviously there were some bleeping legends on the St. Louis Blues, but it does make me think, are the Blues more popular to the general public than I thought they were? And that's a good thing. I want the Blues to be popular. But maybe the person that's creating this is a Blues fan. Now, I did have some problems with this Padoku thing. And I did tweet them. Because I think I talked about this on yesterday's episode. I don't care. I'm going to talk about it again. Because it irked me. You cannot select players that got picked up by another team in the offseason that haven't officially played an NHL game yet. I was trying to be creative. I'm huge on the trades. As all of you know, on Locked on Blues. I... I was like, I'm locked in. I I love knowing what happens in the offseason because, again, I'm bored without my hockey, so it keeps me going. Apparently, you can't do that. And it kind of sucks. I was like, oh, man, like, I'm sure nobody else would get this, but it's fine. Padoku, Puckadoo. But on Lockdown Blues, the reason why I'm saying this is I am tweeting out whenever the Blues are on the grid, I tweet out my score and I ask you for your score And I've been getting so many responses. It's been insane of like the screenshots of how you did. So if you ever feel like, and listen, you might be busy. I understand that. You might not have time. I get that. But if you ever want to go to my Twitter account at Locked on Blues and just even take a glance at what the grid is and just have some fun with it, can you guess a player that's more rare than the player that I guess? And have some fun with it. So that is my challenge for you. I understand. It's kind of a boring time in the summer. So if you want to be entertained on Twitter, I also am doing, I'm asking you a poll every single day. So that way it's another thing where we can have a discussion as a fan base. And hopefully that's something that can entertain you. My goal for the summer, and this is what July has me thinking of. 
how can I most entertain you and get you excited for hockey season? This is a big thing because, you know, right now it's, as I have mentioned numerous times, not much is going on. So if playing a little game on Twitter makes you, you know, a little bit more excited or at least it just gets you engaged, um, I'm happy to do that. You know, I love trivia and I think that sometimes, and I understand that we're all about mostly in life about moving forward and the present and all that living in the moment, I'm living in the moment, but I also think acknowledging the players that made the St. Louis blues who they are today is also important because the blues wouldn't be here without some of the greats, like especially Pronger and Gretzky played on the blues or Kachuk. And I really am a huge believer that sometimes honoring players and taking that time to appreciate what they did makes you appreciate even more what is happening now, even though they haven't been playing as well. And I'm not denying that. It just gives you a little bit of, you know what? We've had some of the best players of all time play with the organization that we care about. And uh, I'm kind of going on a rant here about it. But I think it is important to at least acknowledge the fact that you got to make the best out of nothing. And right now, there's nothing happening. There's no rumors, um, which is a good thing sometimes, right? You don't want to always be surrounded by rumors. Like, no, that's mm -mm, not always the best. I like stability. I feel like this is a stable, stable team right now. Sure, the whole Krug thing kind of threw me off a little bit, to be honest. And I wasn't a huge fan of everything that went down. But, um, yeah, so also I want to read a comment regarding yesterday's episodes before we get into the final segment. So this is from Marty. Hello, Marty. Thank you for listening to Locked on Blues. He said, I'd like to go on record here and respond to yesterday's episode. I think that us Blues fans have a lot more reason to look forward uh, with hope right now. The skill and the youth that we have right now could help us a lot over a 32 game season and all we need is for defense to play decently marty i couldn't say it better i actually just quoted that and said i couldn't say it better that is so accurate the reason why i think it's important to bring up the fact that this negativity needs to go away is because of the hope in the future of this team and marty said it beautifully you know The defense is the only thing that's truly concerning about the St. Louis Blues team. And if I were Doug Armstrong, I would truly look into doing something. Doesn't have to be a big move because obviously a lot of the bigger names are gone. But just do something to help out this defense. And I mean, at the end of the day, I I hate this phrase when it comes to sports. But I say this all the time with like my life. I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. It is what it is, but it is what it is. So Marty, I do appreciate what you have to say. And I agree with you 100% spot on that there is a lot to look forward to with the future of the St. Louis Blues. Also, folks, another dramatic pause in three, two, one. Game time. Game time is the best ticketing app. You get your tickets in only two swipes. You get to see where you're sitting before you even purchase the ticket. It is the best, most secure app in the planet. And Game Time has a special deal for all of you that are listening. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code 
locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. So if you want to see the Cardinals, even though they're not playing as well this summer, some baseball action to get you through until some hockey, hockey action. Make sure you guys go to game time. And again, that is code locked on NHL for $20 off. Make the best out of it. You could have one of the best nights. And game time isn't just for sports. It's for concerts. It's for everything. So game time has you covered. And I use it myself personally. All right. This is my favorite segment. Every single Friday, I have a segment called Are We Feeling Blue? While I associate blue with happiness, because again, that's literally the name of the hockey team that I like, I'm using this to gauge how we feel about the overall week with the St. Louis Blues. During hockey season, I'm sure we're going to have a lot more opinion on one thing or another. But as always, I asked you all on Twitter at Locked on Blues, and I said, was this a good week for the Blues? With 80% of you saying yes and 20% of you saying no. Now, let me say this. I think this week was an all right week. Nothing crazy happened. Oscar's back. That's cool. Uh, Grace retired. Good for him. Um, Dvorsky signed his entry-level contract. That's awesome. But did anything significant happen this week that I could truly say, yeah, this was the best week? No. Was this the worst week? No. It was basically all positives. I feel bluish. I'm going to use that in the sense that I am still very concerned about the defense. And that's not something that's going to change in a day. And until, well, it could change in a day if Armstrong did something about it, but it's just one of those things where I'm just not feeling as confident as I would like to feel before heading into the season. I think the fact that it is middle of July does concern me that there hasn't been any defensive moves made. And uh, again, that's not me taking away from the things that have happened this week. Um, you know, Jordan Bingerton got married. It was his birthday. Like there's been a lot of positives, but the only thing that I'm down about right now is my concern with the defense and especially that blue line. If there's no protection, then Binner's in a struggle again, and it's not his fault, but it is the reality. So yes, <laughs> I am excited about the future. I'm excited about the talent but I'm still a little uneasy about the Blues' defense. And I want to know what you think about this. Is this a concern that you have? Are you feeling a little on edge that hockey season is getting closer and there hasn't been much of a solution when it comes to the defense? Or is it just something where you're like, you know what, we're going to, as a fan base, we're just going to support the team and, you know, they can figure it out. I'm curious about what you think, so please leave a comment down below if you're on YouTube or tweet at Locked On Blues if you're listening through Spotify, Apple Music, Sirius, wherever you listen to your podcast. I want to know how you are feeling because I take what you say into consideration on every single episode. As I said, I work in sports radio, so I hear opinions all of the time. So I always want to know your opinion. I just, I never had a week where I felt not all chipper and happy. 
where I've been feeling a little bit more like, okay, I can see some problems forming and I'm not a fan of that. But again, I'm not expecting much to happen. So I guess this feeling is going to stick with me. So that's awesome. You know, thank you, Army. (laughs) No, it sucks. Just like this bug bite on my leg. It sucks. All right. As always, if anything breaking happens over the weekend, I will do an emergency episode. I've already done one once this season here in Lockdown Blues. Um, And of course, Twitter. And I will be active on that at Lockdown Blues or my own personal Twitter at Haley T. Simon. Like always, this has been a really fun week. And thank you again for making Locked On Blues your first listen every day here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I will see you if nothing happens on Monday. And just to give you guys a little bit of a heads up, Locked On, my folks at the Locked On Network, um, will be going into off season mode with only doing three episodes a week. I still plan on doing about five or four a week. Um, so I, that's not going to change. So just. Don't worry, I'll still be here talking St. Louis Blues every day. <laughs> so I don't you being like, oh my gosh, like we don't get as much content. I'm still going to give you all the content. I love talking blues. Nothing's going to change on that. So you will still get my St. Louis Blues content every single day. <laughs> Hopefully something happens. All right, friends, I will see you. And like always, how I end every single episode, let's go blues.